Okay, good morning or afternoon or evening if you are watching the replay like so many of you are or listening on the podcast replay. Let me do my usual checks. Sorry, I'm a tiny bit late. Apparently, I didn't have permission to live stream in my own group, so I had to go and play with a whole bunch of settings to get permission. Good old Facebook. Okay. I think we're all working. Yeah. Oh, oh, I can hear me. That's never a good sign. Okay, I'm muted. I can see in here. I'm going to just cover up all the screens so I can't see myself, but I can see my beautiful notes. And we're going to dive in to day three. So I was checking the um, the metrics for the podcast downloads where the replay is living, just in case you didn't know that just yet. Um, and the podcast downloads are outranking the views in the most society of the actual live stream so I just think that's really interesting I would love to know and hear from you if you would prefer these challenges almost exclusively be done kind of through audio on a really easy to access podcast feed versus a live stream now, I really like showing up live I really like teaching I really like the comments and the interaction but weirdly for this challenge the comments and interaction are happening in my dms which is keeping me happily busy and in my emails um and like i say all the listening and the catch-ups are happening on the podcast so let me know it'll be really helpful to know for future reference just what actually works what helps you consume the content what helps you take action um on all the beautiful things that we're discussing like today which is sold out sales now this was originally called but are you actually selling um and then I moved it to, to sold out sales because it sounded a little bit more attractive and persuasive and something you actually want um because something I see just way too often from new clients and women who book sort of my free time and money calls with me and who come in for my coaching intensives they often moan about crappy sales but the second I go, okay, cool. Tell me about your sales strategy. Tell me about your sales process. How often are you selling? What are you selling? What are you doing in order to sell? And I get the same similar long sort of lines answer of like, I mentioned it. I put a PS in an email. I did a story about it last week. I think, no, hang on. It was two weeks ago. And I think I wrote this in the copy. I am not judging because I am so freaking guilty of this. And I'll tell my personal story about this um, a bit later on in this live stream. But it's something I see over and over again. And like I said, me, who's been in business since 2008, who freaking loves selling, who's completely aware of the power of selling, how to sell, all the things, I fall into this trap as well, thinking I'm selling all the time, thinking I'm talking about it, thinking I'm making offers thinking I'm reaching out to people, thinking I'm making like beautiful, valuable connections with people in order to sell down the line. And actually I'm sort of gaslighting myself. So I will explain a bit more about that in a second. So in today's session, we are going to craft a very flexible, a very malleable, a very enjoyable sales strategy, AKA a plan for selling. Just like you'll have a plan for your social media, maybe a plan for your email newsletters, you need a plan for selling, which, yes, feeds into newsletter strategies and feeds into content strategies. 
But when we hope those things by themselves magically have selling in them, we're going to be in that position of sort of gaslighting yourself going, I'm pretty sure I'm selling, but no, actually you're not. Or you are, but like a couple of times a month versus what needs to be happening daily in your business. So I have got one piece of very simple advice for you that is guaranteed to make you more money. How cool is that? And you know, I roll me when I say it. It is sell more to more people and make more offers. I can guarantee you, if you do this, you will make more sales. You will get more orders in. You will get more discovery calls booked. You will make more money. But the problem is, it's almost so simple that we just don't do it. And I mean, you know, you know that you should be selling. So the question is here, why aren't you? Why are you not selling all the time? What do you feel is stopping? If I said to you, I want you selling every single day, I want you showing up in some form, whether that's on IG stories, whether that's posts on the grid, whether that's other Facebook groups, whether that's on the podcast, on YouTube, emails, wherever it might be. If I said to you, I want you selling every single day, I want you reaching out to people, I want you making connections, I want you making offers to people, what do you feel like is stopping you from doing that? Or what have you been feeling like has stopped you from doing that in the past? Why aren't you making more offers? Why aren't you trying to reach more people so that you can sell to them? Now, when I ask this question to new clients, the two most common answers that come up are fear of rejection and fear of judgment. Now, if you did my growth by design challenge a couple of months ago, we had a whole little section about dealing with judgment. And there's two ways to think about it. So the first way is the way I usually preach it, which is if you go for the worst case scenario, like you imagine you do a live stream or you do a quick IG story and you are selling your little heart out. You are selling your amazing product. You are talking about your offer. You are saying all the benefits, the pain points, all the things and your worst judgments come true. So you get the DMs all the comments going, you're crap, you look stupid, you sound stupid, your offer sounds rubbish, I can't believe people are, I can't believe you think people are going to buy this, whatever the thing is, like almost let your brain go there for a second, let your brain go, okay, let me actually write down what judgments I am so freaking scared of. Now, you might have heard my story before, I didn't want to start my enterprise, not just this reason, but because of my accent. So I am born and bred South African, moved to the UK as a teenager, went to high school here. So I've got like, I don't know, 80% British, 20% South African, depending on who you're spending time with. My husband is born and bred South African and sounds way more South African than me. Um, and I know from obviously experience of being in my life and talking with my accent that people will be like, sorry, where are you from? Um, and when I go back to South Africa, everyone thinks I'm British and then the Brits will think I'm South African. So anyway, I'm not going to get into the whole long story of my genealogy and my history. But it was one of those weird things in my head that now seems so small and so insignificant and so just not even a thing. But like five, six years ago, it was a really big thing for me. And so I remember doing a live stream and uh, a woman decided to send me a DM to say that she's not following me because she can't stand my accent. So like my worst case scenario absolutely happened. And I remember laughing about it. I'd done the work on my mindset and my confidence and all the things. So I was able to laugh about it. And I was able to kind of wish her a blessed day and see her on her way again. I kind of laughed at the 
oh, I should not even laugh. I kind of felt sad. This woman felt the need to like spew her poison onto someone else for absolutely no reason. So the point of that little story is that like, for me, my worst case scenario happens. Someone's like, your voice sounds weird. And I'm like, your accent, I'm following you. And I was like, oh, cool. Okay, bye. So it meant nothing to me because I'd done the work for it to mean nothing to me. So when we play the judgment game sort of with clients, it's going, okay, worst case scenario, someone says these things about me, they think these things and they judge me in these ways. And we go, so what to all of those things? So again, use an example. Um, they'll think I look stupid. So what? Well, that feels bad. I don't want to feel that someone thinks I look stupid. So what? Are you going to let that stop you from serving? Are you going to let that stop you from growing your business? Are you going to let that stop you from fulfilling the thing that you are meant to fulfill in your business and in this world? Because some random person on the internet thinks you look stupid or whatever the thing is. Like, it's ridiculous. So that is a one arm to the dealing with judgments. The other slightly deeper, probably more like psychology based is we don't like judgment because we fear it might be true. What if I am actually not cut out for this? What if actually nobody wants my product? What if I do actually look stupid? What if I do actually sound stupid? And that beautiful soul is where mindset work comes in. To create this tenacity, to create this strength, this empowerment within yourself, to know that those things aren't true and to know that no matter how much confidence that you have, someone out there is going to disagree with it. Someone else out there is going to think the opposite to it and you need to not care about it. You cannot, like I said earlier, not let some random person and worse sometimes it's not random person. Sometimes it's someone close to home, which is the crappiest bit. But you can't let that one individual stop you from showing up how you are meant to show up in the world. So that is the judgment side of things. The other side is rejection. And I am going to challenge this one slightly and say that you are not scared of rejection. You are scared of what rejection means. So I'm going to ask you that question. What does rejection mean to you? So as a mastermind call um, a while back and this question was asked. And I went around the room and everyone's saying, oh, rejection means I'm not good enough. Rejection means I can't hack this. Um, rejection means nobody wants to work with me. Rejection means I'm not a part of like the in-group, kind of going back to like school day trauma. Um, and I got to this one amazing woman who's multiple six figures, absolutely killing it in her business. And she got the mic and I went, right, what does rejection mean to you? And she went, absolutely all basically sorry and I'm a podcast people can't me mouthing or swear words and I'm aware that some of you watch the children but absolutely f all is what her answer was because she had done the work she didn't start out like that I don't think any of us start out with like I am just so resilient that none of your rejection or your judgments um phase me at all but it is your job to do the work to get to that point I sell all the freaking time once I got over my block of saying selling, which I'll talk about in a second again. Um, and not everybody wants to work with me. Gasp, horror. How people ghost me after sales calls who seem really lovely and seem really into it. I'm like, yeah, I think you might convert. And they ghost me. And I follow up and I follow up and I follow up and I never, ever hear from them again. That's okay. She didn't vibe with me. Go freak out my prices or 
she found a different coach or whatever. That person was never meant to be my client. And I don't want clients who aren't meant to be my clients. I don't want to work with people who don't genuinely want to work with me. So that's absolutely fine. In the beginning, did I feel the actual pain of rejection? Like when your friends don't want to play with you at school? Clearly, I have some unresolved friendship, school trauma. Um, yeah, I used to feel that deeply, deeply. Now I'm like, good luck. Have fun out there. I know I've got clients out there who are meant to be mine, who are meant to be my clients, who I'm meant to work with. And if you come in and take up their space, then I can't work with them. So like, try me on for size and move on. I do when I was searching for my current coach, the amount of discovery calls I did with spectacular woman and a few guys. Um, they're amazing. I just wasn't feeling it. And I told them that and I went on my way. It wasn't a, a, a judgment or a rejection of them as a person or their character or their looks or their ability or their voice or their accent or their qualifications or whatever, their brand, their website. I was like, I'm not really feeling it. And this is going to be a really big, big investment. It's going to be tens of thousands of pounds yearly. Um, I need to feel this. And so when I found my coach, I remember being on the call with her and I can't even tell you what we spoke about. But I'm like, I feel it. Feel it. I don't know where I'm going to find the money for this, but you know what? I'm going to learn to figure it out and find it. And that's what happened. So when you can see that you are not scared of rejection, you're scared of what rejection means, and then you can do the work to not mean that, to literally have rejection mean F all. To go, cool, God bless you. Have a nice day. Nice chatting with you and move on, everything gets easier, everything. When we can experience judgment and rejection, ladies, and make it mean nothing and allow it to mean nothing, we get to show up unapologetically and serve the people who do need us, serve the people who are not going to judge us, serve the people who are not going to reject us. But when you get so hung up on people who do, you are not serving the people who do need you, which brings me on to my next point. And I'm sure if you've been in my world for any amount of time, you've heard me say this phrase, that selling is serving. Selling is how you serve your people. Selling is how you have an impact. And before jumping to the next bit, I need a green tea moment. So you can be putting out all the free content. So I'm thinking back to when I started this business. I'm like, I don't want price to be a barrier. I just want to serve mums and my fellow military spouses who are back where I was starting out, where you've got this idea for a business, but you have no freaking clue what to do. There's like 101 different avenues to grow a business. Everyone seems to be selling their thing as the most compelling thing that you have to be doing and don't do the other guy's thing who he's selling very persuasively. And I was so lost and I was so alone. I mean, granted, we are talking like 10, 15 years ago and there wasn't this insane amount of coaches um, and communities and groups and courses and everything that there is now. Um, but I just do not want to have price be a barrier. So I made everything so super cheap, like crazy ass cheap. And I focus so much on free content, which ticks the box. I still focus massively on free content. I think probably like 95% of the content I produce is actually free. But what I want you to think about here, all your positive reviews, all your transformations that you've achieved through doing your 
work, through your products, through your expertise? Did they come from people consuming your free content? Or did they come from people who have parted cash, made an investment to work with you or buy from you? Think about that for a second. If you think, oh, but I just want to love my people. I just want to serve my people. I don't want to get icky money. Icky selling always in the way of that. I'm really speaking to like myself in 2017, 2018, going like, you need to be selling properly, woman, and stop charging eight pounds for things. Um, but yeah, ask yourself that question. Your, your greatest results that you've achieved for someone else, your most glowing testimonial, did they come from someone just consuming free content or even, dare I say, low-cost content? Or did it come from people who've actually parted with cash to work with you or to buy from you? In fact, you can ask yourself that question. So how many freebies have you signed up to to solve a problem that you're currently dealing with in your business? And have any of those freebies actually solved the problem? Are you actually any better off from a results perspective? I know we can get into these things and we can feel really good. And like, yeah, that was amazing. But like a week later, a month later, did you actually achieve results? Tangible, measurable results from that freebie experience. Now, I get the irony of that. <laughs> I get the irony that I'm saying all of this in a free challenge. And even though I know the value and the transformation on offer in this challenge, I've designed it that way. I've put my heart and soul and a heck ton of work into putting this challenge together. I know that only a very, very small percentage of you are going to go away and implement this and experience results. Why? Because you have got no skin in the game because you have not parted with cash. If I charged 400 pounds for the challenge, sure, I would have had less people signing up, but my success rate would have been through the roof, would have been insane because those women would have showed up. They would be hanging on every single word in these live streams. They'll be taking notes, they'll be implementing and they'll be experiencing results. By selling, you are inviting women into an experience where they get to invest in themselves. And that transaction alone is what sparks transformation, even for my product-based ladies. But then I'm assuming if you are here, you are filled with expertise. And I'm assuming that your product is amazing and that you are not one of the coaches or one of the just import any crappy product and put your label on it and, and sell it just to make money. You are here because you have got a product or an offer that you love, that you believe in, that you are qualified, not necessarily in actual like official qualification sense, but through life or experience has qualified you to, to bring that gift into the world. When you go and provide a container that actually generates a transformation and you provide an opportunity for women to invest in themselves, you unlock magic, you unlock miracles in people's life. So I talk about this all the freaking time, but yesterday it the evidence kind of came back in my face um, in a good way. So I talk about the time when I found my current coach. This is back in April 2020. And it's a I've got a few posts on Instagram um, that April 2020, I think it had 52 pounds that month. I've got a screenshot of, of my Kartra dashboard. Um, and I agreed to working with a coach who is four figures a month plus 10% revenue. 
And I went, I don't know how the hell I'm going to pay for this. But like, I love this coach. And then something inside of me saying like, yes, you need to work with this chick. And I'd been through a lot of coaches and programs and masterminds and courses and all things. Um, and I literally shared a screenshot of my email saying like, hey, I'm in. I have no idea how I'm going to pay with, for you. I think I asked for like a three or four month gap. Like I paid the deposit to go on her waiting list, like 500 pounds. Um, I'm going to figure this out. And that was huge for me. I remember going to my husband after the discovery call, being like, I just had the most amazing experience. And I really, that was this moment. And we were living in Cyprus at the time. He was lying on the sun lounger outside. The kids were in the pool. I was like excitedly walking around the garden with like this really motivated energy and feeling really good about life and myself and the future and everything. I remember him going like, yeah, but you're not actually going to pay that, are you? I'm like, I paid some chick on the internet, thousands a month guaranteed locked in for six months hell no and then back my mind going like yeah but I kind of am and so I kind of left it with him for a little while because I I realized that it's a big thing for a lot of husbands who are not in this world of like the online space um and I think he saw something inside me thankfully and I was like you know what I'm 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 gonna do it I don't know where the money's gonna come from like have we got like a credit card that's available that I can just bend slightly right now um But the thing that actually happened is I signed clients almost immediately after sending that email. I signed four clients and then within a month I had five clients. Suddenly I was making plenty to pay the coach, pay a salary, pay my beautiful team. I was like, whoa. And then when I actually started working with her, like in the one-on-one weekly sessions, I quickly went from like, we're doing like five, six K months to like 10, 13 K months. That was by October 2020. So from April 2020, 52 pound month winning to October 2020. I think it was in total to shy of 13K. And it all started because my coach sold to me and gave me the opportunity to invest in myself. I know lots of coaches these days saying like, oh, we really have to stop the why it's so important to invest in yourself talk. It's icky. And I so disagree with it. I needed someone to tell me that. I needed someone to be like, step up to the plate, woman. You're either in this to win this or get the freak out because you're just going to be struggling forever. This is why selling is so, so important. Working with my coach, her selling to me has transformed my life. And I mean that with all the bigness, boldness, severity, beautifulness of that statement. It has changed how we live. It has changed our plans for the future. It has changed the lifestyle I can provide for my children. It's changed me. I can be really positive, not like I've turned into like a rich bitch. Um, It's changed me. I ordered myself some shoes that I've had my vision board for literally two and a half years, a Tory Birch loafers. And it wasn't the money that was the issue that I hadn't bought them. I was like, who the hell am I to buy 300 pound loafers? Like I grew up on hand-me-downs. I no, like I can't possibly spend that amount of money on shoes. And anyway, literally, my provision boards on this cupboard door, and I've been looking at toy birch loafers. Um, and it was Monday. I went, you know what? I'm having me those loafers, and I ordered them, and they came earlier in the week. And I look at them every day in that little box. I mean, the weather's really hot, so it's not exactly like beautiful thick leather loafer weather. But the moment it is, I'm going to be rocking those babies all around Plymouth or Portsmouth, depending on where we are. Um, so 
please understand which I'm telling you a little story is that none of this would have happened if my coach didn't sell her heart out to me in the discovery call and in the follow-up emails. She went, oh, I feel uncomfortable selling. I feel uncomfortable following up. She followed up with me a few times. I was too scared to reply to her. And I was trying to figure out like, I want to work with you, but I can't afford it. But I don't know how this is going to work. And, and she sent me about three or four follow-ups and sold to me and sold to me and sold to me until I'm like, yes, let's do this. I guarantee you she didn't follow up and she didn't sell so hard. I wouldn't be where I am right now. I would have closed this business down because you can't really run a business at 52 pounds a month when your business expenses are like, well, back then, probably about a grand. Now it's about three and a half grand, but now I'm making bank, so that's fine. So please, 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 I hope you see the point I'm trying to make here. Don't just, we don't just sell because we're in business and we want to make money. We know that. We sell because we want to help people. And how many of you started your business to help people? Those are the women I attract into my world. So I know that over... Overwhelming answer is going to be like, yeah, me started this because I had something beautiful to offer the world in a product form or in an offer or a coaching or a course or a membership, whatever your thing is. And the only way you're going to do that is if you are beautifully selling to your people regularly. Because, let me go back to my notes here because I feel like myself, I feel myself going on all the tangents. How are you helping people? If you are not consistently showing up to sell your offers to them, the offers that you think will benefit them, will help them, will change them, will transform them, will heal them, will grow them, will make them rich, will make them successful. I mean, there's a big overarching <laughs> claims, um, but you get what I'm saying. How are you helping them if you are not consistently showing up to sell your office to them, to sell your products to them. And I can answer it for you. You're probably not. You're probably putting out great content. You're probably a great free resource, but that's about it. I'm sure you get great comments. Wow, that post really resonated with me. Be like, cool, that does not put money in my bank. Likes on Instagram, real views, they do not put money in your bank. Selling does. Sure, you can sell through reels by all means. Selling does. So, ladies, how can we change it? How can we get you selling? How can we get you showing up consistently? How can we get you making more offers to more people? So, we are going to craft a very flexible sales strategy. Now, this is not going to be a sales strategy in the conventional sense because, quite frankly, they're icky and they're boring and you write them out and you don't really use them. Um, we are going to make a plan a sales plan and with it a commitment um, to get you out there and sell regularly. So I want you to start off by simply deciding that you are going to sell ideally every day, but at very least most days in some form. Um, so Sarah, just put your comment pop up. It's the why I need to keep my why at the fore of my mind. Absolutely. A thousand percent. Why are you doing this? Who are you doing it for? Why do you want to do it for them? What change do you want to make for them? Why do you want to make that change? Or like even for me, like ultimately success is for my kids. Like it's for my three girls. I want them to have a, not only just a beautiful life, I don't want them to be like materialistic brats, um, but like I want them to see what's possible for women. 
like, hey, mommy can be a stay-at-home mommy and do all the school runs and be home for me and also like make bank and like serve women and help them as well and like provide a beautiful life for us. Like what an example to grow up with. Totally like barking up my own tree here, but I'm going to go with it. So yeah, absolutely keep the why in tight grip. So we're going to start off, like I say, to get you selling or committing to selling ideally every day or most days at least. Now this can be automated. It can be bashed. It can be scheduled. I'm not saying I want you showing up in your business every single day and hustling. That is like a thousand percent, not what we are about here. Hustling is the last thing that I ever get clients to do. Um, but I want you to decide that selling is going to be your number one priority in your business. How many of you have selling as your number one priority? And you can kind of consciously go like, no, me, I do that. But look at your schedule. Look at your to-do list. That's going to show you your priorities. Like a lot of my clients time block, if they're having kids at home, is selling on there? If you time block? your to-do list and I'm, I'm looking for my to-do list and I don't keep the to-do list so I don't know why um is there selling on there is it make offers is there email that person with follow-ups that is how you see your priorities and I can almost guarantee it not for all of you I'm sure there's some beautiful souls out there who have got selling make offer follow-up sales call reach out to all the things but I'm can probably bet money that a massive majority of you think selling is a priority, but in reality, it is not. So you can decide right now, selling is your number one priority in your business. Then I want you to decide how you're going to sell, but this is where I want you to stay really, really flexible. Selling can go and come in so many different forms and ways and methods and styles and platforms. So the ultimate goal here is to see what feels really good for you. So I want you to make a list of ways that you are willing to try and sell and ways that you feel confident with, and then we'll create a plan around that. So the reason why I said ways to sell that you're willing to try, because there might be ways that you're not feeling confident with yet, might be like live streams or doing a quick IG story or making a reel. Um, and then there'll be things you are confident with. Maybe it's a carousel, a really kind of value-packed carousel post. Maybe it's sending emails out. Maybe it's reaching out to people on LinkedIn. I'm a LinkedIn person, so I don't know how it works out there. Um, but make a little list there, what you're confident with, what you're willing to try. And then we're going to make a little plan around that. So a little segue I want to just mention here for a second is that I know so many of the social media experts and gurus out there like to preach that selling on your grid is a no-no, that your grid is just like your value place and that your stories IG stories um, and potentially reels that become stories, I guess, um, are where you do your selling. And I said, there's a one business coach who's quite prominent. Um, I say she's prominent. She was really big and I think she kind of burnt down a little bit. Now she's rebuilding. Um, she preached this for years. She's also kind of in the mum's business coaching space that like you do not sell on your grid and you only sell through stories and you sell every day through your stories. Now I'm like, cool, that probably does work for her and has worked for her. Clearly she has a very successful business. Um, but it's also BS. Like it's so important that we don't believe all these rules that other people make for us. Like you genuinely get to make your own rules. And just to kind of, a little fun question to kind of debunk that 
say that preach that that belief oops sorry phone ringing um is have asked yourself the question have you bought something from scrolling social media and seeing someone's post that's a grid or a feed post have you bought something like if you scrolled and used something you liked have you gone to like i have bought play-doh last week lovely bodkin and rue um because i saw it on a grid and i'm like yeah gabriella freaking lost play-doh right now i'll go buy that it wasn't a story it was a grid post I bought some earrings about two weeks ago. There was a grid post. I bought a course, a marriage course. There was a grid post like two days ago. So, I mean, it's all well and good to take the advice. Obviously, I'm offering advice here, but it's super flexible advice because I know there's not one magical golden way. There is not one magical elusive silver bullet that just, that just gets things done. It just works every time, all the time. So, we take the expertise, we take the guidance, we take the advice, we take the wisdom, and we kind of run it through an internal filter. I mean, like, does this feel good to me? Do I genuinely believe this to be true? And then you make your sales plan based on that. Um, so Sarah, you say, but when I go on a business account, I expect to see what the product is on the grid first, and I'll check my reels and stories if I bought this way. Yeah. I expect to see what the product is on the grid first. So are you saying like you expect to see the products, you expect to see offers on the grid? If that's what you're saying, I completely agree. Like if I, even, even if you are service-based, like my coaching ladies out there, my, my course creators, my consultants, like I would totally expect to see what you do when your offers on your grid. How can I work with you? How, like, what do you even sell? Rather than like your top three ways and four ways to not do this and how to do this. And I love that value post, obviously. But like, I would expect to see what you sell on your grid. Okay. So when it comes to selling beautiful souls, it's make your own rules. And ultimately, it's do what makes you feel really, really good. I had a beautiful call with a soul on Monday. Um, it was a one-off coaching intensive in my business clinic. And we we're kind of putting together a sales plan for her, for her business. Um, and the question was, what makes you feel good? when it comes to showing up and talking about what you do, which is like, well, actually, I love doing Facebook lives. I freaking love live streams. And like, right with you there. Um, she's like, I just enjoy video, actually. I'm like, cool. And she's like, oh, I like kind of doing personal reach out. Love getting people into calls with me. I'm like, okay, cool. So we made a little plan of like, all right, how do we get people into calls with you? And how do we create containers or experiences that get you doing live streams? Because I can guarantee you, if you enjoy the methodology or the method of what you're doing, the, the how that you are selling, you're going to show up with such different energy versus like the contracted, I'm shit scared, I'm doing this wrong, I feel icky, I'm so uncomfortable, and never want to do this again, please God, let this be over energy. I mean, no one wants to buy from that. I adore teaching. I adore it. Like I've looked forward to this week for months, ever since I've had the make more money challenge on my schedule in my plan for the year. And I look forward to getting on these live streams with you, even though I know most of you are listening to the podcast replay. I don't care. It all works. This makes me really happy. So I know I do really well on these challenges. I'm not going to lie to you. I have I've worked that recently. All my challenges, my first one was September 2020. Even though I don't directly like make an offer, like, and now I'm launching my blah, blah, blah. Sometimes I do. This is an example where I don't. I don't think any of my courses this year have been like a sell something. 
my challenges this year have been to sell into a course or a program, but not a single one of my challenge has generated less than 20,000 pounds for me. None. Usually it's like 28. I think my best is 35. Because I freaking love doing this. And then when I love doing it and it makes me bank, well, then it's like this little magical combination of like happiness and joy and knowing I'm having an impact at the same time I'm pulling in my clients into my world they're getting a chance to get to know me they're getting a chance to go like this crazy South African British chickie on the internet I'm in like how can I work with you I know that happens every single time it's happening already in the challenge I'm not even finished so find the things that light you up find the things that make you excited at the same time challenge yourself don't hide behind things that make you comfortable Live streams, I won't tell the story again, because I feel like I tell it too often, but live streams used to put the fear of God in me when I first launched this business, the sweats I used to be in. The more I did it, the more I got into my flow. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I get to have all the mistakes. I get to say words wrong, inside out, backwards, get my vocab mixed up, say some words in Afrikaans and some words in English as I occasionally do when I'm really tired. And that's okay. I really don't care. Someone can judge me and be like, her vocab is rubbish. And she keeps saying like, and she keeps saying um. And they can jog the freak on. So I really don't care. Because people who do need me and who do want to work with me are not going to give a rat's ass about my vocab or my accent or whatever. But it took me a long time to go over that. So I really do challenge you to get out your comfort zone a little bit. And I want a list. I want a list of ways that you can sell. This is where what we're doing here differs from a very conventional sales strategy. I want you to write a list. I like being on video. I like doing reels. I like doing value posts. I like reaching out to people. I like having conversations in the DMs. I like sending voice notes. I like sending emails. I like doing follow-ups. I like reaching out on LinkedIn. Um, I like posting other people's Facebook groups. I like getting onto other people's podcasts. I like coming into, say, other communities, other YouTube communities. Write a long list and then commit, 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 beautiful soul, to picking one of those things every single day and be like, right, how can I use this method, this way of selling, showing up to sell? And I promise, promise, if you just keep doing it over and over and over again, you're going to start seeing more money coming into your business. This isn't a one and done thing. Like if I said to you, this is the most perfect diet plan. If you stick to this diet plan for three months, you are going to lose weight, get fit, feel amazing, lose the bloat, all the things. But if you only do it for a week, in fact, if you only do it for a month, you might see a little bit of traction. We're not going to get anywhere. Lock new scene thing like impressive and something to write home about. Your business strategies your business effort is exactly the same thing research states that it takes 90 days to see the effects of what you are doing now in your business so you need to give strategies 90 days at least to run their course to play out in your business so please please don't do this challenge and be like right okay I'm going to start this here's my big long list of how I like to sell on a Monday, I am going to show up on IG, I almost said IGTV, that doesn't exist anymore. I'm going to show up on IG stories, there we go. On a Tuesday, I'm going to show up in these Facebook groups. On a Wednesday, I am going to do a really solid grid post selling everything I do. On a Thursday, I'm going to send an email to my list selling this thing. On a Friday, I'm going to reach out to all past clients or customers 
with an amazing offer. Um, yeah, that's Monday to Friday, there we go. What I don't want you to do is go like, yes, I'm committed for a whole week, I'm doing it. And then the next week comes by and it gets busy. And then the following week gets busy and you're like, oh, I remember that challenge I did with that Susie woman and it didn't really work for me. Nothing, nothing is gonna work for you until you work it. So please commit to this. Just like I urged you in session one to commit to the mindset work. Commit to showing up for your business. Commit to selling, even if you haven't got the website, even if you haven't got the perfect branding, even if you haven't got the perfect copywriting and all the bells and whistles you ideally want to have in your business aren't there yet. I've got a client right now who hasn't got anything. She's got a few colors she shows them on Canva that she likes. And we are selling people into her coaching program. And she came to me going, Susie, I want all the bells and whistles. I want the website. I want the course created that kind of will support the people in her coaching program. I want the branding done. I want yeah, the lead magnet, the funnels. I want the checkout page. Like she wanted like the done for you business in the box experience. And I was like, yeah, we could do that, but we're going to spend like the next six to eight months putting all of that together. Um, plus the thousands of pounds of money to get the experts in to help with that as much as, uh, as, much as we need. Um, like we could just start selling now and kind of get you to like four or five K months. And then focus on that. She's like, oh, I didn't even know that's possible. Like, surprise. So please don't use that as an excuse. I know a lot of you are probably thinking that. I have been thinking that. Okay, well, once I get this set up in my business, then I will sell. It's such an empower disempowering belief because you can be selling right now in the messiness of it all. I've got a mastermind that I sold with no infrastructure last October. I sent, I told her one email. I didn't even have a checkout link. I had nothing. There was no booking. There was no branding, no taglines, no mission statements. It was literally like, this is a mastermind. This is my heart and intention for it. This is why I think you're going to be amazing for it. And it sold out from an email. Now I'm getting some bells and whistles around it because now we are, what, eight, nine months into it. And I've got the time and the capacity to be like, yeah, let's actually put this to it and let's make that for this. And then let's make it all this whole big thing but I sold it with nothing. And you can do that too. Obviously for my product-based ladies, you do need to have your product. So this is more talking to my, my service-based ladies. So do we have a deal? Do you commit to selling? Do you commit to making selling your number one priority in your business? Do you commit to putting the time into making this magical, beautiful list of ways that you feel you are willing to get comfortable with slash you are already confident with to start selling? And are you willing to put the time, the effort and the discipline required in to show up for yourself, show up for your business and show up for the people who need you every single day? And just like I said earlier, this can be batched, this can be automated. I do not show up in my business every single day, but my content does show up for me in the form of emails and reels and stories and posts and podcasts. So I'm not saying you have to be in your business every single day, just to reiterate that. Okay, beautiful souls, just a reminder that if you are engaging on these live streams, they need to engage in all five to be in a for a chance to win a 100% scholarship in Dream Business School, which is my 
five-month program. In fact, actually, if you get on the action now, it'll be a six-month program because I take August off calls, but I'm still available for support. Um, that's a perfect course coaching hybrid. You get group coaching every single week. You get daily access to me and my team, and you get instant access to all the modules, which will literally cover everything you need to know about setting up, growing, scaling an online business. So you'll get completely free access to that if you are the lucky winner. So to my ladies who are listening on the podcast, thank you. Come over into the Mo Society and make sure that you're commenting on the actual live streams to be in for a chance to win. Otherwise, beautiful souls, I wish you a wonderful Thursday and I will see you same time, same place tomorrow. Bye.